hello welcome to another episode of m2m session so today we'll be talking about dealing with hearts as men dealing with hearts as men so you see this 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 type of hurt that i'm talking about is not the one that okay maybe probably somebody offends you and you're angry and you're upset someone did something to you someone stabbed you in the back or maybe maybe the girl you were probably in a relationship with broke your heart and all no there are different levels of hurt and there are different types of hurt but i want to talk about a particular type of hurt that we as guys we've kept silence over for a very long time and that is the hurt caused by our fathers the hurt caused by our father let me share a story with us my story um while growing up i was the only i grew up as the only son and the only child at the point and that lasted for about 10 years 10 good years i received all the love and all the care and everything then we welcomed my younger brother into the family you know after his two years old after his second birthday a lot of things began changing you know I wasn't of course you know as a child I didn't really understand this but I wasn't really getting the, the, the attention that I used to get before you know attention was not divided ah I mean everybody was not expecting that I should be grown up you know whenever I asked for toys game Whenever I asked for something, I wouldn't always get it as quick as I used to get it before. I wasn't able to, you know, I didn't understand all that, you know. Then we also welcome my last born also. But at a certain point, that was when I was, um, I think that was, that must have been at the age of 15. No, 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 not 15 age of 13 yes age of 13 you know that's when I, I realized that I'm not really happy with my dad yes a particular incident happened and I came home with an assignment it was actually an assignment in mathematics algebra and I didn't know how to handle it. I mean, here, here, my, here, my dad was. He's a math genius. You know, whenever we go out and we meet his friends, his friends would usually tell me, "Ah, Anna, your dad is engineer, Basin Young. I hope you are a mathematics genius as your dad." And in my mind. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I came up with the assignment and my mom wasn't able to help me do the assignment. And I remember taking it to my dad to ask him, please show me how to do this. And he asked me a question. 
I wasn't able to answer. I think he asked me the definition of algebra. <laughs> and I wasn't able to answer. I mean, come on, like, who, who thinks? <laughs> I wasn't able to answer. He asked me to go and get my textbook, go and get my. I brought my notes. I couldn't even find the definition of algebra in the notes. Of, okay. And even the textbook did not have that particular. <sighs> you know, you know, this, when, this definition thing, eh? They try to define it in a very, very lower class. When you get to a certain class, yes. At the age of 13, I think, yeah, I was in SS1. Yes, I was already in senior secondary school one. Yes. I had passed the three junior classes. So, so they had, at that level, they expect you to have known all the definitions and all. They don't need to, you know, start teaching you basic and all. But yeah, I was. So I, I, I wasn't able to answer my dad said, ha, you've been playing, why can't you remember this simple example? What do you do in class when your lecturer is teaching you and all? Guess what? With all that talks, all what he was saying, I didn't feel confident enough to take the assignment back to him. He told me, go and look for the definition. I mean, I came to you to, to help me do an assignment. You asked me for definition. Who does that? I, I remember moving out and taking the book to sit on, to go into the room. And I slept. And I went to school the next day and I wasn't able to submit the assignment. And I was even flopped. Because I wasn't able to do the assignment. I felt really bad. would have just done calculation and would have passed that incident made me to withdraw from taking assignments to my dad especially math I'm like ha let me not go before you ask me something I don't know I know there's something that my dad usually say if he asks you something you don't know you'll be like you don't have sense tell you to have sense so that kind of like made me feel bad and uh, trust me that was where my low self-esteem started yes that was where my low self-esteem started because here i was i was like all these students that are passing mathematics i do i'm sure their parents are helping them my dad is a mathematics genius he's an engineer I mean, I'll just take these things, but then you just sit down and teach me everything. Okay. So, 13 years old, 14, 15, that was the year when I was 16. I finished secondary school and I had issues with my mathematics. I wasn't doing well, I, my performance in mathematics dropped drastically. For those in West Africa, there's an exam usually right when you're done with high school. It's called Wayek. Um, it's called Wayek. And um, then, of course, then for in, in Nigeria, there's an exam called Neku. So I wrote Wayek and Neku up to five times because I wasn't able to pass mathematics. By this time, the hot groove to anger. I was already feeling angry. 
a part of me held my dad responsible for that failure a part of me held my dad responsible for not being a mathematics genius for not even being able to you know, flow well in mathematics and not just that alone now that is one side now the other side is this there will be times where he would come back you know maybe i was supposed to do something and i did not do it he would shout the top of his voice i remember when i got into university it was very very frequent very very frequent especially when i got when i met um when i got involved with a particular organization known as FECA my dad wasn't pleased with it and all so there, there were several things he would do you know he, I, I grew up seeing other students other other children receiving pocket money receiving allowance I never got allowance while growing up no not for once did I get allowance I'll just be given money for transportation. <laughs> then there's one statement that my dad made one of those days when I was, when I asked him, I'm like, Daddy, you're giving money for transport. What if I get hungry? He told me, if you're hungry, come back home and eat. <laughs> and you know, I'm like, ah, I'm seeing my siblings. You're buying things for them. When it's now my turn, you're telling me this. So those hearts grew. It grew in ball. It piled up out of every little thing if I just make a little mistake my dad will rain insults it really has it, 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 it damaged my esteem oh trust me if you listen to my previous my previous podcast I think the one I spoke about insecurity you know I began feeling like I'm not good enough see I started feeling like I am for nothing because I mean if my dad is seeing me this way the man that brought me to this world is seeing me that I'm not even good enough I started seeing myself as not being good enough so probably you're here and you're in that situation you are you're struggling with insecurity or um, inferiority complex or low self-esteem you know you can can you can go to my podcast and look for the session I spoke about insecurity and um, that really really be helpful yeah, I, I also shared how I was able to deal with it, you know. So, so but for today, we are we are talking about how to deal with hot. So you see, I carry the whole lot. I carry the whole lot of hot. I carry I carry the whole lot of baggage in me, the whole lot. And it got to a point that I wasn't even comfortable coming back home. Yes, I would prefer after school I will go spend long hours at my friend's place then I'll come back late because I know as I'm coming back late mm, so I'm coming back late he just to enter my room and sleep and even if I come back and I meet him in the parlor I, I, I also felt uncomfortable sitting in um, staying in the sitting room whenever he's around just because I don't want to hear talk that those 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 statements my relationship with him I didn't have a good relationship with him 
So I usually stay away. Huh? Or is it a part where I would drive and probably he's in? Like I, I dreaded driving. <clears throat> it got to a point after I got my driver license, I dreaded driving while my dad was in the car. Ha! Ha! Just make a little wrong turn. <laughs> just allow somebody honey you. Or maybe, or maybe, just make a little, you know, while driving is a whole, whole lot that goes on. Just make a little mistake on the road. <laughs> you would hear it. You, you feel like the worst driver ever. <laughs> so it made me extremely careful. It felt I, like I felt like I was walking on eggshells. That's lit that expression. I felt like I was walking on eggshells in the house. Two years ago, is it two years? Yes, two years ago. Because of this, I had to find a way to move out of my parents' house. Now, not majorly because of this. Now, don't get me wrong. <clears throat> not majorly because of this. But when I when I when I weighed all my options as to why I should move out of my parents' house two years ago. This was one of the options. Just because I needed to get a safe space and clear my head and regain my my mental health and all and feel, you know. <clears throat> so how did I deal with these hurts? And how can you deal with this hurt if you're probably har- harboring any hurts? Now, please, <clears throat> I've met people that have told me or probably you might even be listening to this and <clears throat> and because of your relationship with your dad you don't feel like you're going to be a better father or maybe it's even a divorce case and because of that you don't even believe in marriage or oh, there are people like that Our family contributes 65% of what our life turns out to be. Yes. If you see somebody, the person is a product of his background. But you see, because we are products of our background, doesn't mean that we cannot influence our character and our behavior. You must not allow your background influence you have you are influence you you can change the narrative yeah okay so how was i able to deal with your heart and all because right now <clears throat> trust me right now i and my dad we're like pals <laughs> we're like pals um this year um i think early this year or mid this year um so we usually stayed um, before I before I relocated out of out of the current state where I was staying in the same in the same state with them. So one of those days my dad picked up uh, picked up his phone and he called me. Okay, no, he didn't call me. I sh- I, I arrived home to visit them and he was like, "Come, Anna, <laughs> you mean you can be in this town and and, and not even look for us for two weeks?" <laughs> Now, that was his way of telling me that he misses me. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And um, and uh, two months ago, when, when I was traveling, 
he and my mom they accompanied me to the airport my mom gave me a goodbye hug and my dad stretched out his hand to give me a handshake <laughs> so I was like hi this man would have just hugged me but I know that you don't make like that he's not wired like that see guys okay sorry 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 to sorry to to divert please there's nothing wrong in hugging a fellow guy I mean there's nothing wrong with that Okay, you're not sure with that. Okay, so back to dealing with hot. So, so like I was saying, right now I and my dad we are cool. You know, we are cool. We talk. Like I mean, I mean throughout this month, ha, we talk like almost every day. Especially when I wasn't in town, I would call him, give him update. He would check up. Our relationship now is is is, is blissful. You know, it's blissful. Like. Yeah, I, 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 I could literally see the smile on his face whenever I, I whenever I come back home to visit. And something happened one day and I bought a gift for him. Okay, no, no, it, it wasn't a gift. I helped him buy something. Yeah, at that point, he didn't have money. I helped him buy something and he told me thank you. I could feel the love in his voice. So I'm saying this to tell you that it is possible for you to deal with that hurt your feeling towards your dad it is possible for you to deal with that anger with that resentment that you're feeling in your heart towards your father because i is it an okay <laughs> an angry child an angry son doesn't make a better father let me sit in, in another way a bitter a bitter son doesn't make a better father a bitter son doesn't make a better father you have to deal with it and how do you deal with it how do you deal with it it's exactly the same way i dealt with it so how do you deal with your heart so sit down and um, think about every number one sit down and think about every single thing that your dad has done to offend you think about everything go down the memory lane one day may not be enough to remember all but that's the first step until you are able to think about everything you see, back then, whenever I talk about these things, I cry. But now I'm able to, to, to talk about it freely because I've gone past it. So think, go down memory lane and picture and remember every single thing right from now till back at the past. What are those things that he has done to offend you? Please, whether he's still alive or he's late, it doesn't change anything. You still have to do this. Now, while you're thinking about it, whatever drops in your head. Number two, get a sheet of paper and write them down. Just take note of it. Write it out. Now, the reason why I'm advising you to write it out is because you see as men, Many of us are not wired. In short, not many. We are not wired to share our problems. We are not wired to share our struggles. And you see, my podcast is a proof that we have a whole lot buried inside of us. And it's time that we should start sharing. It's time that we should start talking about these things. 
but you may not get to that point where you can talk to somebody about it you know but because you want to release those negative emotions you're feeling and you can't share with somebody share it on your book write it out you know it's like lifting up when you share your pain you're lifting up the load you're lifting up the pain you're lifting up the burden and keeping it aside so when you're writing it down you're lifting it up and putting it on paper yes you can write it out or if writing doesn't feel comfortable with you sit down and say it out talk to yourself out loud and record yourself while talking yes record yourself while talking the reason that the second thing either you write it out or you record yourself while talking the reason you're doing this is so that when you're done listing everything you can commit yourself to memory you can be sure that you've been able to identify every single thing so that five years down the line you will not remember ah this thing that you did i've still not forgotten you need to remember everything every single thing yes and then number three number three once you've thought about everything and you've written down or you said out everything you need to ask yourself this question are you ready to let go of the heart everything that you've written out there everything that you've said out are you ready to let go of the heart are you ready to let go of the heart you need to ask yourself that question and you need to answer it if it is no no big deal okay that would i get to that point you say no you see, when you say no, it means there's something that he did. And you see, that no, now when you now say no, why? Question yourself. No, you're not ready. Why? Oh, this thing that he did is very, very painful. Yes. If it is yes, why? You say that you're ready to let go. Why? You need a reason. You need a conviction. So you will not say yes, and then tomorrow you now say, ah, but this other one that he did is very, very painful, it's very, very hurtful. So is it a yes, or is it a no? If it is a no, you need to, you know, you need to find out exactly what he did that was really, really hurtful. You need to stay there. If it is a no, don't move to the next step. See, there are people that it honestly it took me when I when I started this journey of forgiving my dad. That was in 2015. Yes, it was in 2015. 2015 and 15, and it took me five years before I could let go of every single thing. Now, the reason why it took me five years was because I did not sit down to think about every single thing. But for you, it can be shorter. Yes, it can be shorter. So, 
why i'm saying it took me five years was because it was at it was in 2015 that i made up my mind that i want to actually let go of the heart but it was very difficult to let go of the heart i didn't know why it was difficult until i until i realized that okay let me commit to memory all the things that i am holding as a grudge against my father against my dad and when i was able to do that that was last year 2020 when i was able to do that i was able to move to the next step so that's why i say if yours is no no problem you know maybe there are still some things you need to remember so now if you if you if it say yes and you're ready to let go of every single thing then we can move to the, the fourth step so the fourth step the fourth thing to do you know is to say is to repeat after me what i'm going to say say dad i forgive you i forgive you for doing this to me so you start listing everything every single thing step by step step by step everything that he has done everything that you wrote on paper start listing calling it out now don't just say dad alone of course call his name what i did back then i was like dad engineer passing here i forgive you for not paying attention to my need when i came to ask for your help to assist me in my mathematics assignment i forgive you for telling me i don't have sense i forgive you for everything you just start reading everything out you read everything out while you're doing this feel free to cry don't hold back trust me it's 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 a relieving process it's a relieving process there's nothing wrong if you cry along the line i remember i cried ah i did i cried while saying every single thing i kept on repeating it you know when you're saying it you would definitely feel it will feel like it will feel like a bonus session in your heart that anger you have to see it until you feel at peace until you feel light i read out everything i read out everything until i was able to smile when i mean smile I got to the point where I where it where it where it felt like that burden, that load, that weight has been taken off. You know when you let go of something. You know when you forgive somebody, you're letting go of it. So I, so you, so you have to keep on saying everything. Read it out loud. Dad, I forgive you for doing this. Dad, I forgive you for doing this. I forgive you for doing this. I forgive you for doing this. You're not going to tell him. You are reading it out loud in your quiet place. That's the fourth thing to do. 
remember I said the first thing to do is to sit down and remember everything the second thing to do is to write out everything or say it out and record it the third thing to do is to ask yourself a question are you ready to let go are you ready to let go and why the fourth thing to do the fourth thing to do is to actually call his name you know and and call out every single thing you've written out and tell him that you forgive him so that's number four you call his name and you list out every single thing that he has done to hurt you then number five when you're done with that number five there are two more steps number five when you're done with everything just say there in your just say it out loud dad i love you I know it will be hard, it will be difficult, but just say that, Dad, I love you. Like the way I did, Engineer Basin Yang, I love you. It was hard saying those words, I love you. Those three words were hard, they were difficult for me, but I had to get to the point where I said it. I had to get to the point where I said it. After saying it, still in number five, after saying it, pick up your phone and send him a message. Daddy, I love you. He needs to hear those words. <laughs> I remember daddy, once I was done, <laughs> I picked up my phone. I was, I was, I was, I was, I was already in tears while typing those four letter words, Daddy, I love you. After typing it, I spent like 10 extra minutes before sending it. I felt somehow sending it. I mean, that was going to be the first time in my life I would be telling my dad I love you. I have never heard it from him. I don't even know. Trust me, after I sent it, he didn't even reply you. <laughs> but sending four letter words daddy I love you it did a whole lot to me <sighs> so when you're done with that when you're done with that the final thing to do the final thing to do is get him a gift buy him a gift yes buy him a gift your gift your gift will create. See, he, he, he doesn't know. You see, Ba? See, he, he, he doesn't even know what is going on in your head. You know? See, our parents, especially our fathers, they are relating with us the same way that their fathers, that their parents related with them. So we can't entirely fault them. That is how, that is how they know how to love us. You know, that's how they know how to love us. That's their best way of loving us. So we can't entirely fault them. Okay? So that was how they were raised. But you see, that's why we need to correct it. Because we, we, we've we seen that it is wrong. And we cannot go on to raise our own future kids or our own kids the same way. So we need to deal with it. So get him a gift. 
you know if, if you don't know what he likes ask around ask your mom you know get him something nice it could even be a drink and just say daddy this is for you why because your gift will make room for you oh you it's not as if you lost your room but you see your gift you def- after that message that you sent your gift will definitely open a room of a new relationship with your dad and i'm sure you really want to have a new a better relationship now what if your dad is late yeah what if your dad is late still say still call his name and tell him you love him you may not be able to send him a message but get a flower you know get a flower and go to his graveyard and drop it yeah and drop it in honor of him in honor of him your gift is you honoring your father yes your gift is you honoring your father your gift that gift is like paying loyalty paying homage saying daddy this is my gift of love So that's it guys that's it that's it i look forward to hearing from you, you guys i would like to hear that wow you did this and and it, and it changed it won't be automatic but i look forward to hearing from you when it happens and please in case you're in case you try it and maybe you're stuck at some point maybe you maybe you're having difficulty at some point reach out to me send me an email anna yang 01 at gmail.com a n a i n y a n d 01 you're not spelling the zero and one you're just writing it out zero one at gmail.com thank you for listening to this episode on how to deal with hearts i said my best regards to you